I have five kids, so I spend a lot of time thinking about how not to screw this up. I can feel the fleetingness of this time with them, and I want every moment to count. I don't want to end up as just some guy they refer to as my old man in the stories they tell their friends. I want to be around them when they grow into adulthood, and I want them to want me around. I want them to cry at my funeral. Not just cry, but weep. For as much as it depends on me, I want to give them an unforgettable childhood. Part of this is creating a rich backstory for their lives, giving them something to hold on to. When I was growing up, I loved The Andy Griffith Show. It premiered in the 1960s, about 15 years before I was born, but I've caught all the reruns, and I mean all of them. There isn't a single episode I haven't seen. For me, the show wasn't just entertainment. It was a community of quirky, lovable characters who made up the fictitious town of Mayberry, North Carolina, a place I've always wanted to go. Andy, what is it with women? They got some kind of a rule they can't be happy unless they're causing trouble. Oh, I wouldn't worry about it. Barney, she'll simmer down. And then there'll be all the fun of making up and hugging and kissing and then another falling out and more hugging and more kissing. Look at it like this. See, you're just practicing up for married life. Boy. If this is practicing up for marriage, I'm going to study up to be a hermit. I'm through with women, Andy. I've had it. As far as I'm concerned, you can take every blamed female in the whole world and put them on a slow boat to China. Hello, Deputy Fife speaking. Oh, hi, Melissa. Andy, Opie, Barney, Aunt B, Gomer Pyle, they all became such an important part of my life that I've wanted my kids to love them too. I just had to wait until they're old enough to appreciate them. So last week, I took them to Andy Griffith's hometown in Mount Airy, North Carolina for the annual Mayberry Days Festival. It's where 50,000 fans from all over the country gather to celebrate the show's impact on their lives and pay homage to the town that gave birth to it all. It's like Comic-Con for small-town America. Restored police cruisers drive around playing the Andy Griffith theme song over their loudspeakers. Surviving members of the show are paraded down Main Street for everyone to see and cheer. And reenactors walk around the town impersonating characters from the show. I became a kid again. This is Floyd the Barber taking notice of my hair. I sound like an idiot. I don't know if my kids will love the show as much as I do. Probably not. But something happened on this trip that gave me hope about fatherhood. After the festival, we hiked up Hanging Rock National Park, pushing a stroller the entire way. We searched a creek for arrowheads at the site of an old Native American village. And we had our own close brush with Bigfoot as we went off-road in our minivan. I just heard someone yell. Oh, no, no, right. It's the video. Turn the video off, please. Scare the crap out of me. Andy Griffith or not, we created memories my children will never forget. The other day, I asked my kids if they knew who their great-grandfather was. They couldn't answer the question. They couldn't even tell me his name. 
So I asked my kids if they thought their children's children's children would know their names. My 12-year-old blurted out, of course they will. I said, but you don't know yours. He thought about it for a minute and said, well, that's depressing. You know, it's true. Look through your own grandparents' photo albums. You'll see a litany of people who no longer matter to you. They've all been forgotten. I don't mean to be discouraging, but the same is true of you and me. We're here for a fleeting moment, and then we're forgotten. There's a question that keeps me up at night. How do I make an impact on my children's children's children? How do I leave a legacy? I'll confess, I don't know the answer to that question, but I've decided there are a couple of things I can do. I can spend time with my kids every morning talking about spiritual things, asking questions, and walking them through the difficult times that are coming ahead. I can teach them practical life lessons, like what to do if a police officer pulls you over, or how to handle ornery TSA agents. I can teach them how to treat a girl, how to look someone in the eye, and how to give people a firm handshake. I can tell them all the ways that I screw up and apologize when I'm wrong. I can encourage them to try anything and not settle for how the world says things should work. On the way home from North Carolina, I heard my boys in the backseat imitating Gomer Pyle. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I heard my four-year-old daughter humming the familiar song of Otis Campbell, the town drunk. When I got home, I asked my kids what their favorite part of the trip was, and they told me it was Mayberry. I think they were just helping me feel better. They know I really wanted them to love it. But even if they didn't, that's okay. We made the most of the trip, created some unforgettable memories, and created stories that I hope are told to my children's children's children. <laughs>